Hello and welcome into another Red Out Podcast. My name is Devin. Welcome back. We're glad to have you listening tonight. And uh, we are going to be talking some football, basketball, even some volleyball news tonight. So hang out with us for just a little hey, while. how about them tops, son? All day. SEC boys. You're listening to the Red Out Podcast. Welcome back, guys. Good to have you in the studio with us. We've got Jared and we've got the resident old man, Matt McKay, with us talking tonight. How y'all doing? So... (laughs) Um, so we'll start off like we always do. (laughs) I'm glad you're on the same page I am. Uh, we'll start out like we always do winners and losers. Um, I'm going to pull one from last week. Uh, Utah beating Oregon. Was that not wild? Mm -hmm. Oh, I was pretty happy about that. Um, and I'm probably going to take somebody's here, but Michigan over Ohio state. I'm glad to see Jim finally beat OSU. Yes. Yes. Yes, it's it was good news for me. Um, you know, I mean, especially since he's Hilltopper family, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with his dad and mom. And I mean, basically him helping Western when Western was kind of in the dark ages of football. Yeah. Um, and then my loser this week is a very vague reference that some of you may or may not know. There is a girl, a woman on TikTok claiming. Mel? that Rome did not exist, that it was an invention oh, of the Spanish Inquisition. Okay. Um, like now, this is Rome how... Or like yes, ancient Rome. Rome. Ancient Rome, Rome did not exist. exist. <laughs> yes, ancient Rome did not exist. The Colosseums <laughs> and all of that was built by uh, the church uh, during the Spanish yeah. Inquisition to perpetrate you know, whatever. I don't even... I, I don't listen In to her, so world. it's just kind of ridiculous. But here's how it pertains to the podcast. She is a WKU alumni. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> I am how, dead how serious. How did you know that? Is it like a teacher or something? Or were they wearing a Western shirt or something? No. Um, oh, yeah, please don't tell us they branded WKU with that video. God, no. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, the PR at WKU was like, yeah, let's get on with this. This sounds like a great idea. No. Um, actually, some of the people who have been watching her videos and kind of trolling her, uh, I saw a video a comment pop up and was like, is this what they teach at Western Kentucky University? And I was like, oh, God. oh <laughs> cringe. Cringe. Um oh, Lord. I don't, I don't know how old she is. I don't know when she was there, but at the same point, I'm just like, oh, you know, hey, wow. not all attention is good attention. Is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yeah. God. So that's that's my that's my loser for the week. That's a good one. Yes, yeah, that is a good one. Very niche. <laughs> I've done a little research this week. <laughs> I've had some time. Look at you, Devin. I know, right? Finally doing my homework. He did his scouting report. Finally. Yes, I did. Uh, Jared, who do you have? Who are your winners? Okay. So winner is also a small niche kind of thing. Well, not that small. I mean, it's big. But uh, the Spotify wrapped is out today, which I absolutely love that kind of stuff. It's like for those of you that ha- especially have Spotify premium and listen to music through Spotify, 
So it's basically tells you what all you listened to, like what your most played songs were, who your top artist was, like how many minutes you listened to. And on the flip side of that, there's like the artist page too. Like it tells me how many countries my music had been listened in, like how many listeners I had, how many total streams I had. It's just so, like I'm a huge stats nerd anyways. So I love being able to look at all the demographics of my music and to be able to see like where all people would listen to my music at. It's pretty crazy. But everybody, by the way, right? You had a ton of view or whatever listens and downloads yeah. and stuff, right? Yeah, cool. I mean, for just random music that I recorded at home, I mean, it's done pretty well. I mean, just ambient music, it does have a place somehow, even though it may be in the background. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> I just wish yeah. I actually got decent money from Spotify. But yeah, it's bad. Do you get any? Yeah, I do get some. Okay. Cool, man. But I think I love the Spotify. I would put my music on there. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I would love to hear Matt's music on there. There's crazier things that may be on there. So who knows? I I would love to hear Matt's. Oh, Lord. I always uh, always did like spoofs of like old songs. Like, I guess I'm like, I don't know, Redneck Weird Weird Al or something. There you go. Yeah. Like uh, I could just, I could just hear Matt doing the like could, the yeah. I can tell you off the podcast. I really don't think I should tell you any of them because <laughs> like I had some in high school that you know would probably get me fired from any job. Uh, <laughs> get me it is high school. Yeah, I guess, man. That's uh, brutal ones. Yes, cancel culture will get you, Matt. Oh yeah, gotta watch it. Let's go back 15 years in time and get me in trouble. I could <laughs> certainly pull that off. Hey, there. I have. Um, was James Gunn one of those that got in trouble for like a an old old tweet that was? I don't remember if it was racially or whatever. Yeah, I need to go back to my or something, But it was like uh, <laughs> delete some stuff. <laughs> yeah, like does I mean is MySpace like still a thing? Like is it still up? I suppose I it exists. It's like a time capsule at this point. Like, for example, I mean, things wild. that I should probably delete. You know, I had a thing of uh, John McCain in 2008, and my name of my profile was Corpse08. So, <laughs> <laughs> good gosh. Yeah. I want to go back and fix that one. It was a little insensitive. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit. Um <laughs> That's like the definition of a high school male student, though, is insensitive. Uh, As someone that was a camp counselor and has worked with youth and church for so long, yeah, I mean, I mean, mean, like if if we were judged by our past, truly, like right now, I mean, God only knows what people could come up with for me. I mean, it's just I got some rough ones, so yeah. But you've grown as a person, so it's okay. Yes, I have for the most part, maybe. I, I like to shout act. out to my wife because I was an idiot. <laughs> I still am an idiot, but well, that's I mean we all are. I mean, it's um, anyway, she got me on the but, straight and narrow. Well, uh, okay, Matt. Anyway, sorry. Speaking Matt. of past, speaking of past mistakes, um, what football game was it? I thought of it today when you oh, turned Lord. around and and uh, shot the double deuces to the crowd. Oh, it was Arkansas State. Uh, Arkansas 20- State. Ten? Uh, no, it wasn't twenty ten. Maybe it was twenty ten. Yeah, I was gonna say was it? It was either ten or eleven because I know it was <laughs> twenty ten. Yeah, you're right. God, yeah, I almost got kicked out, man. Yes, you and did. Then, I remember that, that was when D Rock. That was when D Rock uh, got the two point conversion. They reviewed it and said the call stands or whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 
<laughs> oh man, I was, I felt so, I did, I felt bad and stuff, and I turned like I turned around and flipped off the band, and uh, <laughs> in the crowd and stuff. And they uh, were, they were. We rough scored a touchdown. I was like, yay! And I turned around and I turned, I, I went up to a couple. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'm sorry, you know, that's not me. Whatever. I just got excited. And they're like, it's all right, go have fun. <laughs> I'm like, okay, bye. <laughs> I just well, remember yeah. the security guy came up and he's like, he's got to go. And the the head manager at the time was like, uh, no, I need him. <laughs> he can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I hold the pins. Listen, listen. Yeah. He doesn't okay. need to leave. We need Walter him. Wells needed his pins at the end of the game. And if <laughs> I didn't have them, I don't know what he would have done. He would have had to describe what they were going to do instead of draw it on the board. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Dude, I, I almost just, almost cost us the game though, because I was like staring at the defense or whatever, and Wells is like trying to <laughs> trying to explain what he wants, and I'm sitting there like staring open mouthed at the defense, hoping we stop him. And Wells is like, "Why are my markers?" <laughs> and I hear, "Man, get your ass!" You well, know, in, get in your there, defense, you know? though, I mean, like. <laughs> Everybody, everybody on the team, everybody on the team knew how you were. So it wasn't like, you know, we yeah. knew you got really excited and really passionate about games. So, dude, it was that was like a crazy to not the game. It was, it a was. Lot going that was on. a really good game. Yes. So, yes. Well, there was okay. Some freak stuff. Like anyway. Yeah. My first big away game. I'll tell this story, and it's probably been told on the podcast before. But anyway, uh, my first big away game was Florida. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. Tebow, Aaron Tebow, Hernandez, yeah. the big guys. Um, the so killers. I'm sitting there in front of 100,000 people or whatever, and first time out, Western takes. I'm just in awe. Like, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just kind of there, and I'm, like, just looking around, not even thinking about it. And all of a sudden, I hear Elson screaming oh, at the Dude, top of his lungs. He definitely whatever. Water and I'm like, oh fuck, excuse me, and uh, <laughs> frick, yeah, excuse Can't me, and uh, I was like, oh crap, so I take off running in there into the huddle and uh, start passing out water. I remember seeing that on like a, it was on something like the ESPN did a special against for Western playing Florida like right before the game, and I got uh-huh. to see, and of course they had they had they were listening to Elson for whatever reason. And it was, yeah, him screaming for water. Oh, and I, it was I, you. <laughs> yeah, and it was all me. Yeah, of course, you couldn't see me running up or anything like that, but it was just like, oh, cringe. Oh, it's not as bad as tripping in front of everyone at UK, though, I'm sure. That was a bad one, too, yeah. <laughs> that was a bad one, too. I think Matt would have been there for that, but I think you were ahead of me. Because I was. T- we were towards the back. when. Uh, oh, you tripped at UK? Yes, what, what yes. About? The last okay. time, last time I was at UK, I think it was, it probably would have been 2010. It probably would have been that same year. Was it the year um, we won or the first time we played them? No, no, no. It wasn't the first time we played them. It was. Okay. Um, it was the double. We were there. Several. We were. We, we were like at, four years in a row, right? Yeah. Yeah, we played them several years. Was in at row. UK um, the the one, the time we won. At no, UK? no, 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 no. We beat UK. Was, I think that was like twelve, 08? wasn't it? Yeah, it was 12 and 13. We beat them back to back. Yeah, so 12 was the first year I remember we beat them. I guess it was it was probably 11 because we beat them at Nashville. 11, let's see. 
because yeah. it was a, it was probably eleven. Because anyway, so I think eleven I was the fourteen to three game in Nashville. Maybe ten was the okay. You're gonna the, you're gonna make you're gonna make me look this up. Okay, um, I don't remember. I don't. I, I thought. I, okay, well we're we're at Kentucky in front of sixty thousand people, and I'm sitting here running on the field, and I've got this big little tackle box looking trunk and I'm running on the field and all of a sudden I just see the corner marker, the pylon. And I think to myself, you know what? Screw that pylon. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to kick the crap out of it and let it go flying. <laughs> Those are heavy, so, man. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not heavy. It was not okay. heavy in the slightest. Okay. I kick that thing and <laughs> As I kick it, I didn't realize like they had a metal rod sticking in the middle of it. So as I kick it, I automatically like do this front flip over it. The trunk goes rolling. Everybody's laughing at me that's running alongside me. And I'm just like, oh my God, are you kidding me? <sighs> so yeah. So it yeah, didn't I, move or like what No, it was it? it had a it had a metal rebar thing in the middle of it. And so, like, when I went to kick it, I thought, well, it'll just go flying because it's got sand in the bottom of it or whatever. Heck no, dude. That thing was solid. <laughs> I kicked that thing, and I rolled over the top of it and went rolling, <laughs> and the trunk was rolling beside me. So I, as soon as I could get up and jump up and grab it and take off running again, everybody is dying on our sidelines. They're like, Devin just busted it. Devin just busted it. And I'm like, oh, oh man. my God. It's just one of those, you know. Okay, was so it the very first UK game, it had to have been 2010. We got blown out 63 28. Um, like 08? No, it wasn't 08. Okay, I don't, I don't think, think it was, it was 08. Like, I, I mean, we played like, we played Kentucky that year and we were at Kentucky, but I don't, I thought it was like it was either it may have been, I it, we were at I'm Kentucky, sorry, so I, mean, I know it was either eight or ten. But anyway, it doesn't matter. You 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 busted a. I busted. I busted my a all over the field, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And it's you know, it's just one of those where you're like, oh, you know, oh, I hope to God this doesn't make rough. Sports Center. I hope somebody's not watching this. <laughs> not top ten, Devin's. Yes. Yes. Oh my wow, gosh, that would be brutal. that would be hilarious, but. I digress. Matt, did you do your winners and losers? Yeah, man. Um, sorry to get you completely off the rails. <laughs> We're always off the rails. Um, 2008, by the way, was 41-3. to 2010. Yes. Was 63-28. So it was 2010. You're right. All right. Anyway. Um, all right. So my winner is Western fans the rest of this week. There are so much. There's a ton of games going on. Yes. Um, like women's and men's basketball. Um, is what tomorrow? There's like a doubleheader at Bellarmine. Uh, I think so. Yes. Up. And then uh, volleyball Friday, football Friday, and then men's basketball playing Eastern at home. And then the women play Tennessee Tech. There's a ton. Of, basically, if you turn on ESPN Plus and search Western, you're pretty much going to find the Western game. And then there's obviously the football game on CBS Sports. So tons of stuff for Western fans to watch this weekend. Um, and then. My loser is uh, Cincinnati football because they are probably going to get screwed again. Yep. Um, they're they're sitting there at number four, and even though Oregon lost, 
what is it? Oklahoma State is like fifth now, and they play mm-hmm. Baylor, who's a top ten team. And uh, so if Baylor doesn't win, most likely um, Cincinnati is going to get jumped, and they're going to be number five in the in the playoff unless Alabama loses. So yeah, if Alabama, I'm really wins, hoping screw up everything. Yeah, I'm really hoping um, that they make it because I want to see. I just want to see what happens when a group of five team gets in there. Can they compete? Do they suck? Do they get murdered? I just want to see it. Imagine if they win it all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it changes the landscape and it opens the door for teams like Western to be like, we can win a national championship. We really can. And I agree. And just, the, just the hope of it. I think it's huge, and I think it also means that they would need to expand the playoff. But yes. Anyway, completely um, agree. Yeah, I'm just I'm hoping that we can take back that losers and say they're winners next week. But um, hopefully, it all works out for them. But I have a bad feeling there's two games that need to, or that could go in the wrong direction and lead to some some bad scenarios. So for them, yeah. Well, I, honestly, honestly, in the conference championship, I actually think Georgia's going to beat Alabama. I think I mean, so too. They should, yeah. They're doing amazing. Um, I could actually, I could like, definitely what, see six it. Or five or six points a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not allowing hardly anything. I think the most they gave up all year was like seventeen against Tennessee. Yeah, yeah and so, Bama was lucky to get past Auburn too. I mean, the Iron Bowl mm-hmm. was crazy again this year. I mean, like four overtimes or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely see Georgia dominating. So Alabama will probably fall out of the top five if. It would it would be my luck. I'll just quick aside. It would be my luck if I'm Cincinnati's coach that Bama would lose. They would drop to four. Oklahoma would go up to five, and Cincy would be six and still undefeated. Mm-hmm. So that's just my thing. It could happen. I mean, yeah. I think I think that uh, surely if Alabama loses, they should be out. But I mean, they've got them at number two, so that if it's really close and it's like overtime or something, you know, I I could see them saying that they're still ahead of Cincinnati. I just, I mean, I don't know. I get frustrated with that. Like, there's no question that Cincinnati deserves to be in there, and if Alabama has barely beat the two of these teams that, uh, or well, excuse me, Auburn, and then they lost to Texas A and M. Like, come on, like. Let somebody else get in there one year, and let's see what happens when Alabama exactly. In. Exactly, I, I agree. Um, you know, and is it? Are we to the point as a sports collective that we're just tired of Alabama winning? Honestly, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of how I feel too. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Nick Saban's philosophy on things with sport, with his team and stuff like that. But at the same point, I'm just like, can we watch somebody else? You know, I mean, <laughs> like even Clemson this year, they haven't done a lot. They've just kind of fallen off. Oh yeah, um, they are still ranked, but man, they were they were horrible to start the year. They could yeah, they had a ball. really rough start. So I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I digress. Alabama would be so, human. Yes, I digress. Let's get back to uh, let's talk something positive. Sorry. Western sports. Um, another winner. I just want to throw out real quick. I go to ESPN and I do a lot of my numbers through ESPN. Western soccer has made it to ESPN. There we go. That's hilarious. I figured volleyball would be up there, but no. Uh, it's it's Western soccer. Uh, so when you do the little search bar and you just type in WKU, 
it pops up at the bottom, uh, like college soccer women's or something like that. And I was like, so I just clicked it. Cause I'm like, what is this? And it's women's soccer. Anyway. Uh, so we got volleyball 27 and one wins conference USA this year gets the automatic bid to the big dance. I mean, were we, were we really surprised though? Not really. No, they returned nope. everybody and they went to the sweet 16 last year. So is the Sweet 16 the goal this year, if not farther? I, I would say try to get farther. I mean, um, it's interesting. I don't know. They have a tough draw, to be honest. Like, so you, South a, Carolina's a tough one, you think? Well, I mean, they're they're 14 and 14. So, obviously, they have, they're not that great. But they do have some decent wins, and they've competed well with some teams that I think Western would struggle with. So they have the talent um, that they could they could pull off an upset and beat Western in the first round. Yeah. Um, but we should beat them. I mean, we should handle them and take care of business, but Western struggles with teams that tend to be a little bigger than them. Um, fortunately, none of the teams that they're facing, that they could face, are, like, massive. Like, they don't have any, you know, six, seven girls or whatever, but they've got – they're a little bit bigger than Western. Each each of the teams actually is a little bigger, so um, yeah, I think it's kind of a tough tough draw. I think Georgia Tech, um, if Western makes it to the round thirty two after South Carolina, I think they'll be pretty tough to get past. Um, I think they're really good and athletic and stuff. Um, we are actually in the same bracket as Louisville. I just found that. Uh-huh. Yeah, we uh-huh. have to run through Louisville to get to the final. Four. Yeah, that's that's like going to be a tough one. The elite eight. That's, I mean, well, I mean, if we get to the elite uh, to the elite eight um, or the final four, then yeah, definitely we'll have to face them. But um, South Carolina, I read, actually beat number seven Kentucky. Mm-hmm. See, that's what so, I'm saying. Like they have some quality yeah. wins along with some head scratching losses, but they've got they played a really tough schedule. That's how they got in. You know. <laughs> 500. According to WKU Sports, this is one of three times Western and South Carolina have met. This will be number four. And South Carolina has the advantage at two and one. And they haven't played each other since 1993. So, before Jared, yeah. That's the year I was born. You were born in 93? Okay. Yeah. Gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, so like Matt was saying, they were 14 and 14 overall. They've beaten Washington State, Rice, and Kentucky. Um, they are going to be playing at 3 to 3.30 p.m. Central. So I'm guessing it can start anywhere between 3 and 3.30. Um, on Friday, December 3rd, so in two days. Uh, well, two days as we're recording. And... Then they will play, if they win that game, match, whatever. If they win that match, they will be playing on Saturday, December 4th, between 4 to 6 p.m. Central against either Georgia Tech or the Citadel. Um, and I don't know anything about Georgia Tech or the Citadel. so I did a little bit of research. Um, uh, Citadel, I mean, I would be shocked if Citadel does anything. Um, okay. They're obviously like one of the bottom... 10 teams or so that made it into the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, they did. I mean, they did win their conference, um, but they were like, 
I think they had a losing, or they had a, they were like eight and nine or nine and eight or something in their conference. So they're about five hundred um, in their conference. So they they were they upset some people to win their championship. Um, but they do have they do have some size and they've got some decent players and stuff. Uh, but I, I would expect Georgia Georgia Tech to to sweep pretty much, and, and I think Georgia Tech Georgia Tech's only ranked like. Thirteenth uh, or fourteenth? Yeah, well, they're eighth. the eighth seed, oh, but in okay. the polls they were like thirteenth oh, okay. or fourteenth. But man, they had some really—they uh, had a really, really tough schedule. The ACC was really good this year, um, and anyway, they had five losses, but they were all to quality teams. Uh, I think there was one that wasn't that it didn't end up being a ranked team, and that was Notre Dame, who was a who was ranked at the time. Um, okay, who Western beat? By the way, um, but but anyway, there were a few common opponents, and there were similar results between Western and Georgia Tech. So I think it should be uh, it should be a good game. I, I honestly I picked Georgia Tech to beat Western in the round of thirty two. I, I think they're going to be a little strong for us, but I definitely I mean obviously we have the experience um, to make we made it to the Sweet Sixteen last year. They made it to the round of 32, so um, it's going to be interesting. But it's it's a really tough road to have to face an SEC team that could beat anybody, and then face ACC team who could possibly win the whole thing to try to get to Sweet 16. Now I'm no volleyball expert or anything, but I feel like South Carolina has that upside potential that mm-hmm. is what makes them dangerous. Correct. Yeah, I mean, it's like uh, like a lot of Western fans would recognize when Dennis Felton was the coach at Georgia, and everybody was yes. talking about how Georgia is, a, you know, they're a 15 seed, but they're dangerous on a number two seed, and they didn't, they ended up losing. But I mean, it's it, they have that kind of like SEC talent, you know, they've got bigger girls and stuff like that. They just may be a little young, or you know, it didn't come together for them. But um, hey, they're they're SEC talented. You know, and they did beat some good teams. So you better pay attention to them because they could pull out one of their better games and shut you out. So, yeah, I, I appreciate your analysis. It's uh, yeah, it's always welcome. Um, Check out my yeah. uh, keys to get to the Sweet Sixteen article if you need some details. Definitely, if you are not check out the Tower Rack. We have a new website. We are on Substack. Uh, and that is actually going to be very convenient for you because if you subscribe to our Substack, you will get emails daily whenever articles come out. So you don't have to go to the towel rack and look for it. You can just sit on your phone or whatever and go to your email. Boop, there it is. Just read away. That's my plug. That's my plug for that. So there we go. Um, but like I said, the next round will be playing December 4th at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, Georgia Tech or Citadel, if we make it. Fingers crossed. Um, I don't know. Is is the games available to watch? Like ESPN, ESPN Plus or some ESPN crap? ESPN Plus, yeah. Good, and good, And also, good. locally, it'll be on 102.7 on the radio if you don't have ESPN Plus. If you're not local, ESPN Plus. If you are local, 102.7. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, 102.7. I think it's ESPN 102.7. And they may okay. possibly have it on the app, on the WKU Game Day app. Um, I know they've got a women's basketball, but anyway. That'd be sweet. Um, hey, that's that's awesome. I, I mean, like you said earlier, they, these girls are SEC caliber, but these girls we got are Hudson caliber. So 
Let's go. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> there you go. It's amazing. Okay. When, he's so amazing. I mean, these girls are. He really he is. Just, I mean, gosh. He, he, know, he, he knows how to recruit. <laughs> he knows how to recruit girls. It's my car warranty. Sorry. And um, he knows how to recruit these girls. And then he knows how to get these girls ready. I mean, they need to put a statue next to Diddle and make it Travis Hudson. That's all I'm saying. Seriously. I'm all about it, man. So uh, let's slide over into Lady Tops now. Lady Top territory. Um, Going from the last time we talked, uh, the Lady Tops played Kentucky State. They won 96-59. Uh, on the 24th, they played Indiana State. They beat them 83-65. And then on the 28th, which was uh, three days ago, they beat Tennessee State 77-65. Matt, what did you think? Did you watch some of these games? What do you think about I the girls? I got to see a little bit of it. Um, I haven't seen a ton of them yet. Um, but I- I'll just say, just looking at some stats and stuff, I'm just kind of paying attention they're already more than halfway to their win total last year. They were seven and sixteen last year, so they're, wow. they're already four and three. They have a winning record. They didn't have a winning record at all at any point last year. Um, in the exhibition, they scored the most points that they've scored since like two thousand, or it might have been the nineties um, in any game. So, of course, it's exhibition. So, obviously, it, it's not you know the Bible on how good they're going to be, but I mean, it's an indication that they're actually going to be able to score some points this year. They haven't – well, they did have one bad game against Kansas State. They lost uh, – they only scored 44. But every other game – and they actually lost to UT Martin, only scored 47. But most games, they've been scoring in the 60s, upper 60s to uh, kind of the 80s and 90s. So I think they're going to be – um, pretty decent, uh, yeah. or at least not awful. I mean, last year was torture trying to watch the Lady Toppers, and they they were a little better when Raneem got back, but they were still a mess. And I think I think they're they're decent. They're playing hard, and they're, they're at least they're entertaining to watch. Yeah, I mean, so the only thing we need now is for people to show up and watch them play. Yeah, well, amen. These I girls mean, need support. Seriously, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean the lady—they deserve it. They work really hard, and they're entertaining. And they've been better than the guys the last decade um, overall in terms yeah. of results. Yeah, I mean, if you want to go see a win, go see the Lady Toppers the last decade because the guys were more likely to lose than the girls. Um, the girls are going to be playing the Bellerman Knights. Uh, they're at Bellerman. Uh, so Bellerman is one and four and one and zero at home right now. Uh, so that game is at Freedom Hall, which is kind of interesting. Is it Freedom Hall? Yeah, it's what it says on ESPN. Uh, it's at six thirty Eastern, December second. So tomorrow night, five thirty p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time for you all. It is on ESPN Plus. So, like I keep preaching, if you got little girls, you know, if you've got a young lady who wants to play basketball or has an interest in basketball. Let them watch these girls play. You know, they need idols to look up to if they want to play sports like this. So, you know, support it. Um, and then, of course, the ladies are going to be playing Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. Uh, that's at Western on December 5th. And that game is at 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Plus again. 
I love ESPN Plus. I'm not even going to lie. I don't know about their announcers sometimes, but I do like that the games are always Western games are on ESPN Plus. Um, and then, of course, let's see. We have another game on December 15th against yeah, Miami, Ohio. You got a break for finals and then they come back. Yeah. And play yeah. a few, well, bunch hey, of games gotta, on the road. Hey, that, you know, being a student athlete, that would be like super hard to get ready for finals. Mm-hmm. Like the week before you got two games and then you got to go into your finals. I mean, I know but, it was difficult for us, Devin. I mean, did you have issues in the fall trying to figure out how to get your work done? And Dude, um, I didn't go on a I, – I stayed away from a trip so I could take a stupid quiz for a class. Because well, that's like, your it, problem. I just failed my classes. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> you still got that pass it in the spring. <laughs> He's good to go. Hey, stop, 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 right? That's right. <laughs> you know, they needed me. That's right. Yeah. No, dude, my, just my my first uh my first semester as a you know top of football manager, my GPA started with point uh <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I got a point eight. <laughs> so it, I had to learn how to adjust, man. It's hard. I mean it really it is. is hard. It was very hard. I can't imagine, you know, like we, we were working like I and I was working at a gas station too, so um, I mean, I was working hard and I, I during the fall, I, I seriously usually would have like maybe three or four days off that I didn't have work or football. I mean, it was six days a week and then you go to work on the seventh day, yeah. you know, and um, that's just how it was. So I had to figure out how to make my life work and it was, it was difficult. And I can't imagine being an athlete getting beat up and physically exhausted and then you're trying to do your, your homework at. 11 o'clock at night and you're falling asleep and well, it's tempting to miss class. It's a tough. From my experience with the guys and depending on where they fell on the academic spectrum, <laughs> like they were so scheduled in season, like, you know, weights in the morning, breakfast, class, yeah. meetings, lunch mixed in there, practice, the treatment. And then after treatment, after practice, then they had to go do study hall. Some of them did. So, I mean, basically from when they got up in the morning to when they went to bed, their day was scheduled. They had no questions as to what they were doing. One of my favorite um, things, the NCAA Hall of Champions has an indie. Uh, I don't know if they still have it. They change their exhibits a lot. Um, it was this whole thing. It was like a whole schedule, like time slots of like what a standard student athlete schedule was. And you'd have to try to figure it out and have certain hours to do that and actually try to put together a student athlete schedule that works in the right slots of hours. And man, it was hard. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it, I it's, do not envy them whatsoever. And I mean, I mean, it's even, a full time job. It is. It really is. School. And I mean, even trying to figure out like, like like Matt said, you know, being going from high school, and I don't know about you, Matt, but I didn't study in high school. I did homework no, like right, right after no. the class was mm-hmm. over for that class, or I did it right before that class started. Mm-hmm. And trying to learn how to study for that class was a super hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, right. to go from not having to do anything to actually doing work. Because I had, no joke, I'll swear on a Bible, I had a 95 average in high school and I didn't have to crack a book. All I did was pay attention in class. That's it. Well, you went to Allen County, right? <laughs> yes. Thank you. So, thank you. Yes. I, I, will I wasn't just going to say it. But. I went to Greenwood, so it was a much higher academic standard. I will say I was, I was uh, 
I was either 20 or 21 in my class with a 95 average. And the valedictorian and salutatorian was like 99.1. And one of them had like, or like 99.2 or something, you know, it was just like such a minuscule difference. And it was like, good God. But that's crazy. uh, Back to the topic at hand. Um, (laughs) So let's scoot into men's basketball. Because that's where I'm sure everybody wants to hear anyway. Um, did Sorry, you watch the game last night, man? It's on volleyball and women's basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're at 36 right now. Um, did you watch the game last night, man? Or Jared? I didn't really need to. <laughs> no, I, I don't like a few minutes, did. and I was like, this is torture for me to watch, and I love Western. Like, I, I felt guilty. It should have like, been rated R for crime. murder. Yeah, it was literally beating a dead horse. Oh, it was a dead links. <laughs> yes, shame on us yeah. for scheduling them. Like we we should have. Um, I, I don't know. We should have played the walk-ons only or something like. They could have played know. an intramural team and had more competition. Uh, seriously, you're. They could have played. You were legacy about your intramural team, Dev. <laughs> you know, put old oh, D Rock out there. <laughs> Dude, uh, my intramural team, we were garbage. I mean, the only thing we had – and the, here's the rules, and this is how we got around it. You could not be an athlete in that sport. So oh, okay. basketball players could not play intramural basketball. Football players couldn't play intramural football, yada, yada, yada. So, like, the baseball team was the loaded team, the loaded intramural team. Oh, yeah. And they had be. won, like, the past couple years, and so – our team was named Uncle Jarvis, and that was Hank Wilson's idea. Okay, just want to throw that out there. Um, that was his idea because he saw some HBO special about some dude who stole radios out of cars, and he oh, thought it was hilarious. So we were Uncle Jarvis. I still probably have that shirt at home. I don't know, at my parents' house. I don't know if I do or not. Anyway. He's come a long way since Uncle Jarvis. Yes, he has. Yes, the he Hank has. Wilson's own. <laughs> yes. He owns um, the end zone in the football stadium. What the heck, dude? <laughs> yeah, with his own little, uh, what is that, a Bitmoji guy or whatever? Yeah. Um, anyway, so we had Hank Wilson, who was on the, who was a video guy for years uh, for Western. We had Brett Riley, which I don't know if you met him, Matt. He was a yeah, manager. Yeah, Brett. Yeah, we're okay. friends and okay. stuff. And, yeah, I love yeah. Brett. Brett's a great guy. Yeah, I like um, him a lot. And it was uh, Casey McDowell. Um, he was a, both of those were managers. Uh, all three of them actually lived in the same house together. Is how they were buddy buddies. And then, um, then of course, I got thrown into the mix. We were we played touch football for years together. And then um, uh, we got two ringers with uh, Darius Brooks, who played cornerback and wide receiver, and we got Tyler Bruce, who was a backup quarterback. And Brooks, I think, scored like 30 points, and Tyler Bruce scored like 15, and the rest of us scored like 10 collectively. That was it. That was all we had. And we got beat like 60 to 75 or something. I don't even remember what the score, but we got knocked out the first round, and it was so disappointing. Like, I was so looking forward to this. I was like, this is going to be so much fun. (sighs) Dude, D-Rock was a freak, man. He was... It, they were actually really good. Yeah. Like Bruce would chuck it down the field or down the court, sorry, down the court, and <laughs> Brooks would just like dunk it. And it was like, 
I'm like, I don't even really know why I'm here. I should just yeah. sit back and enjoy this show. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's basically like, I'm like, I'll just get rebounds. And of course, everybody's like, oh, you're going to foul out. You're going to foul out. And I was like, I like I fouled like one guy and he hit both free throws. And I'm like, well, shit, this ain't even worth it. I, I don't need to foul him. I'm like, I don't need to be fouling anybody because this is not going to work at all. And then Casey fouls out. I remembered that. It was like, what are you doing, dude? Of course, everybody's like, this is intramural. Don't take it so seriously. And I'm like, <laughs> but it's like, don't, I'm like, don't foul out, goofball. So, you know, I've, anyway, uh, so Western played Rhodes College, beat them 105 to 35. 105 to 35. Just want that to sink in for a second to our listeners. They beat them by 70 points. Like, that's not even entertaining. It's unacceptable. <laughs> they should have won by 90. That way we could actually say tops by 90. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, honestly, you know, it. I agree with everybody I've seen and heard on Twitter and Facebook and everything. It's just, it's kind of annoying at that point, you know? Honestly, like 70 points. They yeah. they only scheduled that game just to have an extra home game and say that they had the record for most home games in a season. That's the only reason. That or they think the team is so bad they need a blowout win against a D three college. So I hope it's not that. I think it um, is option one. I hope it's option one. That's um, the type of game you win where by seventy points and your resume gets worse. Yes. <laughs> like you get judged by that resume. Mm-hmm. Um so, not going to talk a lot about that game because it was ridiculous. Uh, we beat UT Martin, 81-66, which was not a pretty game, I understand. Yeah, their three-point shooting was pretty good. UT Martin's was. Yeah, they uh, they stuck with us pretty good there until about, what? Um, what, about 9.20 to go in the second? And then Western just kind of started inching away. Uh, but as far as the stats go for UT Martin game... Western shot about 36% from three-point land. We shot 50% field goal percentage, so that's plus. Uh, 14 turnovers, and we had 40 rebounds. UT Martin had 30. So, I mean, you know, that's that makes a big difference for us right there. Uh, Hamilton, lead scorer for that game. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's, um, he's ended up being the basically the most consistent player for the Tops. So, really happy to see him doing pretty well. That's yeah, I mean, where would we be without him right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what are we what are we looking at as far as who's going to be our lead? Who's going to be our leader on the court this year? What do you think? I mean, it depends if we ever get Keith Williams clear or yeah. not. I mean, Free Keith Williams. I feel like he's going to be a difference maker if and when he ever gets cleared. But I mean, mm-hmm. I was really impressed with Sharp over that game stretch, especially the Alabama, the Alabama oh, A and yeah. game. Yeah, he let's a talk triple about double. And, but he was the first Hilltopper to ever do it with uh, points, rebounds, and blocks. So there's hmm. only two others I that just, were able to do it. And now he's. I just. I think he's going to. I think he's going to end up being like my favorite Western player ever. Like oh, he's seven five. He's big like me, and uh, I mean, not quite like me. I'm, I'm not. I'm I was like, you're not seven five. I'm fourteen <laughs> inches shorter than him, but uh, he's a big guy, right? He's, I'm usually the biggest guy in the room. So anyway, a lot of he, people he look up to you. He throws his body around like he really plays hard. 
Um, and he, he wants to be here and all that. Like it, it's his dream school and all that. Like, I love that, man. I think everything I about too. him, I think I really like him. Um, I do too. And I, I mean, even, that. even this last game, he, he had, oh, ho hum, you know, four points, seven blocks and five rebounds or whatever in a few minutes. And it's like, God, he just, he, he's going to get some more triple doubles just being seven, five and playing hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was uh, impressive. I did see something. Uh, I think WKU basketball or WKU sports, Twitter or whatever, put it out that they showed his, him standing next to, was it Bassey's little paint cutout thing in Diddle? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how like how much like more arm wingspan he had and how, tall, how much taller he was than Bassey. And it was like, wow, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly, I'm kind of excited to see him develop, you know, and see how everything goes. Um, yeah, Cause he's got what, three years that he can play. I think, I think so. I think you're right. Like that. Yeah. Three or and maybe even four because of the, the more the merrier stuff. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I'm just excited to see where he goes because man, he's in five games, six games. He's already got a, a triple double <laughs> under his belt. Like, yeah, <laughs> That's exciting. That's hey, I'm I'm excited. Um, and of course, we played like you said, you played Alabama, AMU, and then the Memphis game. We haven't talked about the Memphis game yet. What did you all think of the Memphis game? Honestly, I didn't think it was too bad. Uh, it was if you liked teams to hold on to the ball, then it was terrible to watch. They had like a combined fifty something turnovers. Both teams <laughs> did. No, nobody knew how to hold on to the ball. But, I mean, that ended up working in our favor because we were able to lead most of it. But in the second half, that's when Memphis kind of caught fire and that won. But at least Imani Bates had an off night. I mean, he's going to be like a projected lottery pick in the NBA draft. I mean, he's a really good player. He just didn't do too well against us. But, I mean, I thought it was pretty respectable. I mean, we hung in there at halftime and we're tied with them. But... I mean, I see those flashes of us being a good team. We're just not deep enough. That's when you need a really good senior guard like uh, Williams, for sure. And it, it, I saw the need for that in that game. But, I mean, they've been getting better since then. But I'm really interested to see how we do against Old Miss and Louisville and even Eastern on Saturday. I think that's going to be mm-hmm. a closer game than people Eastern will be a good, good test for sure. Yeah, it's always a good old school rivalry game. I mean, my dad, he was at Western during the OVC days and all the big, <laughs> big games against uh, Eastern. So, I mean, that hatred has been instilled in me since I was born. So, it's fun. I was the, – one of the last times we played Eastern at Eastern, my boss told me, he's like, you have to wear your raincoat out on the field. And I'm like, it's not raining. He's like, they will pour beer on you as you run out from underneath the Eastern Stadium. And I'm like, you're really? kidding. He's like, no. And I'm like, good gosh, man. How crazy is this? But, they, of course, they didn't do that. But, you know, it's just the rivalry. That's just mm-hmm. how it goes. Um, yes, I look forward to the EKU game and to actually be able to say we're playing somebody. Um, and then, of course, after that, we've got Buffalo on well, December 4th. We've got EKU at 7 p.m. And on December 8th, we've got Buffalo. And those are on ESPN Plus, looks like. Mm-hmm. I'm double check and make sure Buffalo is. Yes. Both those games are on ESPN yeah. Plus. And EKU so like is I said, on P, uh, WKYU as well. So. Okay. 
yeah. to lo- watch it locally. Yes. So if you don't have EMP- ESPN Plus, watch whatever Matt just said because I didn't catch all of that. WKYU. Um, <laughs> WKYU. Yes. Uh, watch it on Get there. See your your Lost River Sessions, man. I know, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> Jared, do you get WKYU? Yeah, I do. I get. Oh my gosh, that stuff is brutal. I used to watch the PBS. uh... I don't give a damn. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. I know. I feel like they got these dudes with like four foot beards playing banjos and stuff. (laughs) See, they need to let me do my ambient music on there. I'm sure that would make the viewership go up. Oh yeah. That's right. We'll need make to a, make a bunch of well noises. more views and, and plays than they do. <laughs> I'll record over at the Bates Arboreum or whatever outside and make ambient well noises and it'll be very artistic. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be great. Oh my right. god. Um, so finally tonight, we're talking football. There's a somewhat know. important game, maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, for number four Western against number one UTSA, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah if, uh, so let's back up a little bit. Western played the Owls senior night. We beat them 52-17, to 17, and it was a glorious night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we played Marshall for the Conference USA East. And I do have to say, that was a very stressful first half. Yeah, I was really concerned. I, I honestly, and I, Matt can <laughs> Matt can attest this. Honestly, I went outside and started putting up Christmas lights during the first half. I could not watch it. <laughs> I was so stressed. I was like, "This is crap." I hate Marshall. It's like, screw you guys. I can't do this. My wife's like, "You need to go outside and do Christmas lights." Like, Fine, I'll go do Christmas lights. I can't watch this. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, Bailey Zap came in. Saved us in the third quarter, basically. Between him and Wells going out, I don't know what was better for us. Did Wells make that big of a difference, do you think, Matt or Jared? Uh, I think it did because you could definitely tell that a lot of the air kind of flew out of their cells when he went down. And I mean, their backup, he wasn't horrible, but obviously looking at the second quarter, not that, well, the beginning of the second half in the third quarter. I mean, that's when we basically dominated and completely flipped the momentum. And once we had the momentum, we were gone. So it yeah. was good to have that. I mean, they could they didn't have enough time to adjust to fit the offense of a new quarterback on the whim like that after losing their best passer they've had all season. So, I mean, it was difficult. But, I mean, I'm not mad with the outcome of the game at all. <laughs> oh, no. Lord, no. Um, I, I'd say, to answer your question, I mean, I'd say – it made a little bit of a difference, like maybe a touchdown or two. But I still think, like I was telling y'all in the chat and stuff, like I, I felt like we were fine. Um, you know, they were coming together, and it just – it was hard to hold us down. Like just percentages played out, and we were going to we were gonna explode. It was just for a matter of how much. And I think if Wells was there, you know, maybe it could have been a little closer. But I honestly feel like – we would have won either way. So I don't think it really made a difference, but mm-hmm. it impacted it some. I will say, in Matt's defense, um, I texted him and I was like, dude, just keep me updated. I can't watch this. Of course, after halftime, I went back in and I started watching again. But 
And he was like, I'm not worried. We got this. Here comes the blowout. And he was right. Mm-hmm. Flipped the switch. And Western scored uh, 24 points in the third quarter. Um, and, I mean, went up and just dominated. We, could, we were only held to two field goals in the first, which I don't know yeah. what adjustments were made at halftime, but they were well needed. Um, and then, of I course, Western. Just, go Western, ahead. It, sorry, buddy. No, um, no, you're good. I think it's just the reason that I felt like we were fine. We started, first of all, the, the first 14 points, you know, they did score on the first two drives, but we made them work to get that. So it yes. was sure they scored. But they were they were getting maybe you know five yards a play or something like we were making them methodically go down the field, and we committed a few penalties that helped them out and stuff. But the defense was playing pretty well even though we gave up the first two scores. And then it kind of evened out that the rest of the game, you know, the defense played well the whole game. It's just that that very beginning it just made it look like they weren't ready to go because they scored, but. <laughs> I thought I mean, they were it, fine. And, it did seem like the guys came out flat. I will say that. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously the offense was horrible. Zappy was like four of Lost. 14 for 17 yards into the second quarter. I mean, you know, obviously that's garbage. I mean, he was horrible. And he only threw a little over 50% the whole game. So it was not his best game at all. And that was credit to Marshall. I mean, they were really good defensively. Papa Guidry, uh, you know, Former uh, Hilltopper defensive yeah. coordinator, interim coach, yeah. Yeah, um, you know, he did a good job, and they did a good job, and they're they're really good on defense. I just – when you look at the second quarter, we had some opportunities, and we screwed up or we would have been at least tied or possibly ahead in the second. And it just kind of felt like right at the end, you know, we were starting to figure out, okay, the quarterback is actually injured and he's probably not coming back. And we were starting to do some things, and it looked like the defense had figured out what they needed to do to basically keep Marshall from doing very much more. And so I just felt like, you know, we're going to get a few few scores here busted open, and we'll be fine. I didn't think we'd outscore them 53-7 to after being up 14 nothing, but, I mean, I thought we were fine. Have either of you seen a onside kick return for a touchdown before? Never in my life. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it once, but I can't remember where it was from. Like, um, I've never seen that in my entire life. Yeah. It was wild, for sure. I mean, that was just a blown assignment. I don't know what in the world their kicker was thinking, kicking it directly to a wide receiver, but, I mean, you do you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, that it was, was funny because, like, their, their guys basically, I don't know, I guess they just thought it was going to go past them, and they all ran off to almost the, like, way over to the other side of the, the field and it left this like 30 yard gap that he just basically all he had to do was just run forward and it was easy easy money and there was nobody there honestly i think they were expecting a expecting it to hop they Mm -hmm. thought it was going to jump him and And then they were going to didn't he pick it up at the 43 so he picked it up at eight yards yeah but which that doesn't matter for him yeah but i mean he he went ahead and got it before it had a chance to bounce i think that's that was part of the issue Typically, Sorry. when you're on onside kick, your assignment as the on the kicking team is you take out dude one and two and three, and you know this guy and this guy and this guy are the ones that are going to earn charge the, going for the ball. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, it was a blown assignment. I mean, that's all it was. Somebody wasn't going for their dude and, you know, whatever. But that was one of the first ones I've seen of that. That was a while. And then another thing I want to talk about real quick is that idiot porter for Marshall. <laughs> oh, getting thrown out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What I don't know what is, right? Yeah, I don't know what yes. in the world you're thinking when you do that. Dude, yeah. he is hyped up on Mountain Dew is all I know. Yeah. Dude goes and sits at the Dairy Queen in Huntington way too much. Like <laughs> you got to chill with that. Son. I'm sure he's been thrown out of an Applebee's or two. I'm sure he has. He was just like, and of course, you know, he didn't care. He didn't you give a crap. Gonna, if he got thrown out. You think he's going to make his children in the bathroom of the wrestler's steakhouse? <laughs> <laughs> this is like some Ricky Bobby stuff going on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Believe it or not, your father was a charmer. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see him wearing his uh, Marshall letter jacket for like the next 30 years oh, yeah, with a yeah. pot belly and like a big bald spot. <laughs> Talking about getting thrown out at the Western game. Oh, I hate them some bitches. heel toppers. Yeah, and then he, he gets kicked out and he acts like a thug, like shouting out to the crowd and all this stuff. Yeah. Like, he looks like an idiot, man. Yes. I, so I, yeah, I was just, I'm watching him and I'm like, what does he think this is? Wrestling? Good God. Like, I mean, and and you, know, you know he wanted something to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like, don't go he off wanted the somebody doing He that. wanted somebody to throw a punch so he could actually jump in. What's a shame, though, is the guy was having a good game. He did. And, yeah, yeah, he had I mean, that he, sack. He, he had the sack, right? Yeah. He's the one he making would, plays on defense, and then he acts like an idiot and gets kicked out. Like, you just ruined everything. Yeah, I mean, if I'm the coach, I'm going to be, like, going to strangle him Monday morning. You know, I mean, like, what were you thinking, you idiot? Um, yeah. But <sighs> I digress. So, Western is playing UTSA again uh, at San Antonio this Friday, December 3rd, 7 p.m. Eastern on CBS Sports Network. It's supposed to be like 80 degrees, it says, in San Antonio. That's going to be wild. Yeah, they play it's in a dome, so it's going to be room temperature. Devin, I thought you did your research, man. Come on. I didn't research everything. Honestly, <laughs> as I said that, I was like, it's going to be 80 degrees. And then I'm like looking at the picture of the, the Alamo, Alamo dome. Like, dome. <laughs> it's a dome. <laughs> They're playing in the Alamo uh, dome. <laughs> uh, so earlier today, I will say the spread was two and a half. Now the spread's gone up to three for West. Yeah, I saw that. It's And it started at like one and a half, right? Yeah, it started at like one. So the spread one, is yeah. – uh, the spread's getting bigger. What Normally what happens is – is teams, home teams get a three-point advantage. So that's thinking that Western's going to beat them by six-ish if we were on a neutral site. Just yeah. throwing that I out think, there? I think in college it's actually a little more than that. Okay. Like I think if it was at Western, we'd probably be almost 10. Hey, that's fine with me. But I think the numbers are low, dude. They're saying, like, what, 36? Oh, that's maybe that's not that. Okay. Yeah. They're still saying over, over under 72, 73, something like that. Yeah, 72 and a half, which I don't know. I, I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring game. And I could definitely see Western – I can see Western throwing up at least 40 points. I think my prediction had more, but yeah, I, I can definitely see Western throwing up some points to, in this game. And I think UTSA can stay with them as long as they don't have any you know major injuries. 
Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm wondering. I mean, I think the defense is a, a whole whole lot better than it was the first time. And okay. I'm, I'm really I'm, struggling to see if, like, I think we talked about it internally with our chat and stuff. Like, if if we beat Marshall, surely we'll beat UTSA. But I don't know. I mean, they're definitely capable. But I just think like. They've only had a few games where they scored into the 40s, and one of them was against us. So I'm thinking, if we do this again and and score in the 40s or so, they're going to have trouble keeping up with us, especially because the defense is just way light, light years better than yeah. it was early on in the year. I think they need to keep us in the 30s to have a chance. And yeah. I just don't I – don't, personally, I don't see it. I mean, unless Zappi plays like he did in the first half against Marshall, which I hope that doesn't happen because, I mean, the Alamo Dome is a hard place to play at. Because, I mean, the interview I did with uh, UTSA, Jared, um, he was talking about how he probably thinks there's going to be, like, close to 40,000 people there. And the acoustics Mm -hmm. in the Dome anyways are already, like, different than any other stadium we've ever played in. I mean, obviously we played in East Lansing, which is good, being in front of a big crowd. We were still able to rack up a bunch of yards and still score there. But, I mean, it's going to be different playing them in their own barn this time. So, I think that is going to be a factor. But at the same time, I mean, I think I think they're kind of on a downward trend right now. And we're on mm-hmm. an upward trend. I mean, we've won seven games in a row. We've been looking really good. So, I mean, I, I like our chances a lot better this time, honestly, than the first time we played. Mm-hmm. I and wish they, we could I wish we could take back a lot of the games that we started out in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Indiana, Absolutely. I think we need to beat them. Yeah, it just oh, took yeah. our defense a while to mesh for whatever reason. But once they mm-hmm. started to click, I mean, they've been doing really good. Yeah. Army think, and Indiana, if we could get those two yeah. back, we would beat them. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's all right, man. I just think UTSA had to play their best game then to beat us then with yeah. a god-awful defense mm-hmm. um, that could hardly stop anybody. And now I just I, I struggle if, if – and I think that they have a pretty weak secondary. Like the uh, Jared from UTSA said that in his in his answers to you, Jared was basically like, "We don't really have that great of a secondary." So, so. I think that's how Zappy was able, and how the offense was able to get like what six hundred and seventy yards or something. Oh yeah, like we it was like really six hundred played well. Just kind of blew some opportunities, or we could have scored sixty in that game. We were one bad pass away from winning that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We really, I mean, and penalties, and, yeah, and penalties. And, but mm-hmm. like that, if we—that's a pass that I said earlier in the year that if Bailey Zappi could take it back, he would take it back because that one mm-hmm. pass is basically, you know, if he'd throw it to anybody else, we would have probably won that game. Yeah, but now we get another shot, and so. this one matters more than any of them. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, I'd rather lose the one at the beginning of the year and and win this one than vice versa. I so. mean, it's always say. I mean, it's hard to beat the same team twice, so I hope that works yeah. in our favor. Well, that's what happened in uh, 2015, right? We lost to La Tech beginning of the year, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we 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 uh, we took big care of business in the championship. Yeah. So the final thing I'm going to talk about here, real quick. Um, is of course this isn't scripted this is just off the hip those people who follow teams and like concert you know bands around like i don't see how y'all can afford that yeah (laughs) right like like being an an adult like i've got obviously got the kid i got my job i got all this other stuff going on 
I don't see how people can just drop everything and be like, hey, we got tickets to San Antonio. And you're like, you just were at Marshall. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, how do you follow the team? But yeah. I mean, am I am I alone in this? I mean, I, I get going to a few games. Don't get me wrong. Like I'd be like, okay, yeah, I can go to, you know, I can go to Bowling Green. I can watch this game. I can go to this one. You know, it's close. I can do that, but not like every single game. Yeah, every, like the away games especially. I mean, you better have a good travel visa or something if you're going to be going across the country as big as Conference USA is spread apart. But, I mean, even my junior year of college is when I went. It was just basketball. I went to every single home game except for two, and I thought that was pretty good. And, I mean, I was still a full-time college student and everything at the same time, and I live in Franklin. So, I mean, I was able to make – all but two of them, and I thought that was pretty decent. I couldn't imagine someone doing all of them plus the away games. I mean, you would literally, you would have to be like your own boss kind of thing to, and, or make your own schedule or work from home or something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, I was everywhere. I was in insurance when, uh, like, when I first graduated, and I still am, whatever. But like, we kind of we do have our <laughs> we do have our ability to make our own schedule and stuff. Um, we did some dumb things and got into some debt to go to some of those games we went to. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I was still kind of in college mode. So we went to – I think we went to every game in 2014 or almost every one of them besides the one – there might have been one in Florida that That's we impressive. To, yeah. No, I, I seriously did. I, we went to LSU. We went to Good La Tech. That 59-10 to 10 La Tech game, we were at that game. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Uh, it was – but complete letdown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Fifty nine to ten after all that. Um, so okay, wow. But anyway, yeah, I mean, we we traveled a lot, and it was just choices. Um, and we had that, um, you know, we had the ability that we could kind of make our own schedule, like Jared said. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we went to the bowl games and stuff, and yeah, because I mean, twenty fourteen, uh, no, it was twenty fifteen, is when I got to go to the last home games we had. And then the conference championship game, the one against Southern Miss, the very first one we had. Mm-hmm. And then that's when we went to Miami for the bowl game for that because yeah. I was desperate. Together like, I was like, because this was the last room. time as a student I'd get to ever do this. I was like, I got to go to this bowl game, Dad. I mean, I got a free ticket. I just got to get away down there. Yeah. And that's how I got in contact with you. We went. So, so, yeah. so, Matt, did you go to the Central Michigan game in the Bahamas? No, I didn't go to that one. I wanted to, I was sick that I didn't get to go. And I was actually, like, and we just couldn't we couldn't afford it. I mean, well, no, dude, that's what I was just thinking. I was like, because you said you, you know, you had incurred a little debt going around to these games, dude, and I was we, like, we were stupid. Yeah, if you man. went to the Bahamas, of course you did, man. <laughs> we went to the 2015 Final Four. That was the one that uh, UK was undefeated, and it was Wisconsin, Duke, and yeah. Michigan State. We went to the Final Four, and that year we made like, uh. Gross on our tax, or excuse me, net on our taxes, we showed like four thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Gross was like twenty five or whatever, but uh, we didn't hardly make anything, and we we just put stuff on credit cards, and here we are swimming in debt. <laughs> I learned a, yeah. learned a lot from following the tops. Don't do yeah. that. <laughs> no, just, just think of how nice it's going to be, though, like 40 years from now when we're all retired and we can just go well, to be the, like the boomers now and be season yeah. ticket holders. And no, I was going to say that. Everywhere. I was going to say that. I, I had people in my office were talking about, you know, setting up their retirement and stuff. You know, when you got like a $2,000 budget and you're making, you know, 80000 a year guaranteed the rest of your life, you got 
four, five, six thousand dollars a year to blow. To just go do whatever, or excuse me, no, four, five, six thousand dollars of uh, no, about four thousand dollars a month that you can just go do whatever you want. So yeah, I mean, that'd be so sweet. Yeah, I mean, get those get, courtside tickets back. Yep, that's right. That's right. Get my um, plane, go fly and over there. The, and then game. I can go with you and sit courtside for one game and see us get blown out by 30 points to middle. <laughs> you're, wel- you're welcome. <laughs> I should have thrown up on the court and just put it into all of it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And then there was another uh, middle game that uh, Justin Johnson – or no, it was, uh, it was the goaltending and I got kicked out. <laughs> it's done. They didn't call the goaltending. I love the official number, I thought. Uh, so, anyway, Western's playing the biggest game this week. Western's going to be playing uh, UTSA in San Antonio in the Alamo Dome, which is a dome. It's going to be 80 degrees. Apparently, it's 50-50, according to ESPN's FPI matchup. Uh, the game is going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central on CBS Sports Network. Watch the game. Support the Tops. Uh, basketball's got games this week on ESPN+. Plus. Tops by nine. Lady Tops have games this week on ESPN+. Plus. And Volleyball. Support them this week. Their games are on ESPN+, Plus as well. They've got South Carolina, and then they're going to be playing. Seriously, rest this week. Georgia ESPN+, Tech Plus Search Western. <laughs> You'll find yes. something. So follow them. Support them. Uh, like I said, follow the Tower Rack. Subscribe to the Substack. You'll get your emails and all that good notifications to allow you to f- keep following all the news and everything. Um, excuse me. Sorry. Ugh. I had Fazoli's earlier, and it is causing some burps. Excuse me. Uh, all good. So, Heartburn. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I'm going to have to go take some Tums here in a second. Uh, but Sport the Tops will be back next week to cover the Conference USA championship game. We'll be hopefully talking some bowl games, figuring out where we're going since middle's got the Bahamas. Uh, trash. Anyway, uh, so definitely check that out. We'll be back but. next week to talk that, and we'll be talking more basketball, and hopefully talking about some volleyball Sweet 16 matchups. Uh, but as right. always, guys, go tops. Go tops. Go tops.